Welcome to Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings with Bridie Tanner. Yes, and you did just hear a song by DeVito, Green Light Rhythm. Right now, I am joined by Film Lord Andre. How's it going? Cuckoo. And no Jen. Yes, no Jen. Stuck in Melbourne. Stuck Car in trouble. Melbourne somewhere. You've, you've been at the... Uh, at the Dead End Film Festival in Dead Melbourne. Dead End Film Festival. Yeah, and it seems like Jen's still there somehow trying to find their way home. That's okay. That will uh, that, that happens. That happens. With so. festivals. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, I... I'm very keen to hear who has said that Climax, the acid fueled nightmare dance movie, which I can't believe came out this year, it feels like ages ago, mm. who has come out and said that that was the best movie they saw all year? Uh, me, and also John Waters, <laughs> who has written a top 10 list for Art Forum, and obviously it's full of controversial Provo films, and Climax is number one. Brides? What do you think about that, well, getting number one? Be- uh, look, I'm the kind of person who feels like. All the best uh, films uh, that are... Because you love John Waters, right? Into John Waters, uh, it's like low-key, secretly into Gaspar Noé. Gaspar Noé, yep. I feel like all the films that are going to spark the debates and get shat on in 10 years' time when they're not working off are the ones that are going to start the change. So that's why I feel like Climax is a number one, because it's just so outrageous. Movie News. So apart from Climax being, um, oh gosh, John Waters' favourite movie of 2019, what else is happening in movie news? Re Little Women. Little Women. Okay, so we all know Gillian Armstrong, a famous Aussie director who we spoke to on the show during the Sydney Film Festival. And who directed the 94 version yeah, of Little Women. which had Susan Sarandon, uh, Christian Bale, all these famous Hollywood A-listers. It was like a big deal back in the day and, in the And 90s. when you talked to her, you brought up Greta Gerwig as remaking this film. What was her reaction? Yeah, so we are kind of like, so two films, like more than 20 years apart, how do you feel? And she was, we kind of got the impression that she was a bit like, well... My screenwriter slash producer is working on that, and I feel like a way to like ditch me and like throw me in the gutter. And we're like, ooh, is there some shade here? But in recent news, it's been revealed that Gillian has watched the new version, and she fully approves. She was like, "Look, it took me a lot of courage to watch it, and I did. And Greta's a genius, and I'm putting my name, putting her name in the hat to win an Oscar. And she loved the new version. She said it was fantastic and contemporary and everything you want in an updated version of Little Women. Now, from the Oscars to the Australian Oscars, a.k.a. the Actor Awards. Which is starting today. So, the Aussie Oscars are starting today and we know one film that is bound to make some headlines. The Nightingale? I mean, definitely. But actually, yeah, The Nightingale, 100%. But Secret in a Blue Room is this little underdog uh, Sydney gay film uh, all about anal and Sydney saunas. And it's been nominated for Best Indie Film, which is kind of the award that is, you know, achievably available to us. It sounds us like the, cheap the, the coolest award to Yeah, win. it's kind of like you haven't got the budget, but you got the goods. And it did really well at the Sydney Film Festival. It fully did. Movie. And it's up for that huge gong. And we're just praying that it, like, comes home with an award. I mean, how fun would it be to have, like... Uh, an award-winning film about anal. So those awards are happening tonight? It's over a couple of days. Okay. I, f- like, full disclosure, I don't understand why the awards are only goes for a couple of days, but it starts today and goes till the 4th of December. Don't ask. But uh, <laughs> fingers crossed for sequin. And all the other films are nominated, I guess. Okay, staying in Australian film news now, a famous composer who did the music for Secret Life of Us and classic Aussie film, Young Einstein, has yeah. unfortunately passed away. Yeah, Martin Armager. He was actually the head of music at 
the big film school in Australia, which is the Australian Film Television Radio School Afters. And he taught me and a bunch of my friends and cohort, huge name in the Australian music composing scene. And he passed away just a few days ago. And uh, yeah, what what can I say? I have this like memory of uh, him basically delivering a two-hour lecture on why Put a Ring on It uh, by Beyonce is just... Is that what it's called, by the way? I keep like saying it. I'm always like... Single ladies? Single ladies. Oh, my God. There we go. Single ladies. Why single ladies is just a work of art. And I don't know. When you're in like a old crutchety institution, like a film school, and for someone to come out and be like, let's talk about Beyonce for two hours, it's so refreshing. So it's truly devastating that he has passed. And left to all this beautiful knowledge uh, to now, the future generation of filmmakers. Martin was in a band called The Sports. Mm. People a little bit older might remember this, or people into 80s music might remember this band. We're going to go to a track right now on Movies, Movies, Movies. That was your movie news. Coming up next is two reviews, just one today, yep. and it is The Beach Bum. That's right, New yeah. one from Harmony Corinne. Very mm. excited to see what you think, considering... I'm well, a beach bummer. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. On mornings, FBI 94.5, Strangers on a Train by The Sports... To reviews up next. Strangers on a Train brought in as a special request for movies, movies, movies. One, no, 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 two reviews. 
Two reviews. Give me more reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Today for two reviews. We will be hearing one review from Andre. That's right. Nothing wrong with that. We can spend a little bit more time on this film, The Beach Bum, which mm. has certainly caught my eye. It's very visually bright, lots of colours, and it's by Harmony Corinne, who people would know from films like Trash Humpers, more famously Spring Breakers, Spring Breakers yeah. one of your favourites. That's great, actually, because I wrote here, I was about to describe who Harmony was, and then I was like... In brackets, sorry, FBI listeners, I'm not explaining who that is. Just figure it out yourself. Because he is like a household name. Yeah, I know. I'm just not very... I'm not savvy. You're on it. No, you're but so savvy. I, Are you but, kidding? No, Brad, you're so savvy. Okay, thank you. <laughs> anyway, Harmony Corinne. We yeah. all know him. If you don't, tune out right now. Yeah. <laughs> He's brought out this film, The Beach Bum. That's right. That's right. Just... And I, I just wanted to put this to you before you jump into your review. Okay, okay. Across Metacritic, IMDb, and Rotten Tomatoes, it's gotten a consistent 55% rating. Like, I've never seen a movie get be so consistent across those three... But you know what, Brides? I feel like... Because I used to always, like, watch those 55% movies because I was like, why are they so, like, divisive? And they're always the best ones because uh, you got two camps, like, supporting... Half the population hate. hates half Exactly, the and they're always the best films. And a lot of Lars von Trier movies sit in that 50% range. So can we play a little sting from Beach Bum? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's take a listen to Beach Bum. You gotta publish your novel. And if you mess this up, it's jail time. Uh, Wish me luck. I'm off to write the next great American novel. I may have a gangbang when I get back. I will invite your mother. Thank you, Mr. Mundog. I'm trying to uncover my connection with the world. Just follow me, my friend. Okay, so I've just remembered watching the trailer for this. It's about a guy who's like a huge alcoholic drug taker, like hedonistic kind of guy. And you know what? I was so negative watching this movie, but just hearing that trailer, I'm like, God, have I got it all wrong? I even wrote my rewrite here, trigger warning, I hate the beach, I'm a beach bummer. But um, this is the first Harmony Korean that's going to be watched with your whole family instead of that lame thriller they want to watch when you go home to Newcastle after escaping the Kofa when you're 18. And that's actually great because we were just talking about going home, yes, visiting your family. Yes, the holidays are coming up. We need flicks to put on with yeah. our family so we don't have to talk to each other for an hour and a half. Beach Bum might be the one because uh, it's Harmony Korean, but it's also very light. There's no neon lights. There's no Kanye West preaching, no lo-fi footage of, like, Chloe Sevigny, like, eating a scab off her knee or, like, What's an easy reference? Like, there's no, like, Werner Herzog drinking spirits out of a toilet in a park. Like, so it's easy to watch for everyone. It's easy, it's digestible, it's chill, it's a bit Netflix. And uh, for total bastards like me, that is a total no-no. But also, maybe that's what the world wants. Maybe it's Starbucks. Maybe you just need, like, a loser, easy, chill stoner comedy by Harmony Korine. And it has all our favourite loser stoners, Matthew McConaughey and Australian Isla Fisher... And the actual plot to the movie, which I always hate saying, is actually amazing. Isla Fisher is like a matriarch who owns this huge fortune in, in Florida and bankrolls this stoner, Matthew McConaughey's life. He just like lounges around, smokes bongs with Snoop Dogg. And she has all this cash and then she dies in a freak car accident. And then stoner Matthew has to like go out on his own and publish the greatest American poetry novel or whatever it is. And the whole thing's very like M-rated. It's not hard. It's easy. It's, dare I say, cute. 
But if you're also like a fiendish, like Harmony Korine's my daddy. So when I watch this, I'm like, come on, if it's not going to be mega funny and mega naughty, it's just nothing for me. And it sometimes feels like an annoying like film bro friend at the beach who's like filming the waves and filming your face. And you're like, get out of my face. <laughs> anyway, so for an easy watch, that's Beach Bum. But for an intellectual snobbish watch, it's not quite there. But that's, I don't know where I sit right now. I don't know where I sit, brides. Help me out. What am I doing? Okay. I, I saw Baby Driver okay. recently with my family and that for me was like I can see that there's a lot that's gone into this. It's it's for my for for people who aren't don't watch movies very much, it's like, whoa, this is incredible, what a cool movie. But then for me, someone who likes a little, you know, a little bit more depth, a little bit more something, something, it kinda uh, you're like, oh god you eye roll. Eye roll Totally, totally, totally. And, you know, I guess it just kind of depends on what kind of mindset you want to be in over the summer. I'm the kind of person who loves to watch movies that are the opposite to the season. So in summer, I want to watch Festin. I want to watch those gloomy movies. And then in winter, that's when I'll watch my, like, springtime flings. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of entering a Sky Ferrera phase. And maybe Beach Bum will become my favourite film of the summer, not the year but of the summer. So you're sort of on the fence of whether or not you like this movie. I think if Jen were here, they'd look at me, roll their eyes and be like, come on, Orange, you only live once. And I'd be like, okay, let's just do it. Let's Let's like the beach bum. Because my favourite Harmony Korine film is Gummer and that one's one of the more intense, demanding ones. Um, Maybe Trash Humpers is actually more demanding. Text in, you know what I mean? Like, what Harmony Korine film should I fall in love with again? Yeah, which which is the most demanding? If this is the least demanding, Mm. which one's the most? Now... The text line is 0409 945 945. What would you give the beach bum in a word? Ah, bummer, but with a question mark next to it because I still don't know. Lastly, I want to also mention that it's screening at Golden Age Cinema for the next couple of weeks. It's the only place in, dare I say, Australia that's showing it. So if you do want to catch the beach bum, or you can do what Jen and I did, I shouldn't say it's on radio, but we definitely pirated it and it was in Russian. You can watch it at Golden Age Cinema. It's screening a couple of times a week golden age head to that website you do half the work we're gonna track the link up for you on the program page fbiradio.com if you can't be bothered googling it let's go to a song from summer walker i thought this would be appropriate right now it's called over it and when we return a little bit more from Onj for movies 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 what's happening Sydney Spotlight. Now, you'd be forgiven for not going to see the beach bum Harmony Karim's new movie, which just got the two review service. But Anj, you'd be stupid not to go and see what we've got for Sydney Spotlight this yeah. week. What is it? I feel really strongly about this, and I don't want to sugarcoat any of it because I really need you guys to all go check out Destiny Deacon's work at the MCA. So she, I know her as a filmmaker, but she's this broad-ranging artist, also broadcaster. I don't know if that means she was in radio. Who knows? Video artist, visual artist, photographer, who's showing a couple of films, but mostly photographs of the MCA. But she's an amazing filmmaker uh, who tackles this thing called that. I think she, a term that she's coined, which is Aboriginalia, which is just kind of analyzing, I would say, like a pop view of Aboriginality. And her films are just these like. Sometimes you see protest art or, you know, um, political art that just feels like it's just the politics, but she is such a creative visionary that she adds these layers that are beautiful and devastating and creative, and you watch these films and they're, they're like, mind-blowing but also so socially conscious. It just feels like, whoa, how do you, like, make statements and make them cool? And that's what she does. And she's showing at the MCA until the 8th of December. It's free to go. Um, Head to the website for all the details. Um, But it's Destiny Deacon... 
honestly one of the most underrated filmmakers, and it's probably because all her work is being shown in galleries. I think she's shown downstairs in the basement of the AGNSW, which is totally not the place to put her. They should be like projecting her onto the Harbour Bridge. She's so amazing. One of my favourite films of hers is her 2001 work, Forced Into Images. I don't even like, I can't even use words to do her justice. So I just want you guys to go see her. It's at the MCA. Her name is Destiny Deacon. Just that name in itself is just. She has an. It's like Harmony Corinne. Like these names just. They just scream beauty and creativity. So it's Destiny Deacon at the MCA if I haven't repeated it enough. (laughs) (laughs) You must go and see this. You must go see it. It's free. It's fully free. Love that. Check it out. Hey, Ange, thank you so much for coming in for Movies, Movies, Movies today, bringing us the latest in news, bringing us a review of The Beach Bum, mm-hmm. and telling us about Destiny Deacon at MCA. We've had a text in here, someone saying, uh, read The Beach Bum, I see potential Big Lebowski vibes, but if no intellect slash rewatch value and deep significant meaning, I'm cautious, but I'll give it a go. A good summer movie everyone will enjoy. Uh, Trainspotting 2, very underrated. Oh, <laughs> That's but- from <laughs> William and Young. Cute, 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 cute. Yeah, Big Lebowski vibes. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again for coming in. We'll catch you next Monday for more movies, movies, movies as we uh, sort of steamroll our way to the end of the year. And we'll have news on who took out the actor awards. Fingers crossed for Sequin and Blue Room. Yeah, everyone uh, put your prayers up. <laughs> Pray to the movie gods above. This podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts.